Hey guys. Arise like the day. We are. Arise up. Recording a podcast. Arise on a free. About rising up. <laughs> Yay. We did it. We did it. Okay, we're a bit like. Oh, this is the third, third time. time we have recorded this intro. <laughs> and it's been over the course of like an hour because the. The app thing wasn't working, and then we forgot to plug the microphone in. Then we deleted our original podcast that we recorded. So it's just been a journey to get here. Yeah, and we're here, but we're here. We're okay, we're so we got happy. it. We're so happy that you're here. So welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for tuning in. You. We appreciate it very much. We were super, super excited as well to see some of the views that we got from our first yeah. podcast. Yeah. I was a little bit taken aback. I didn't think so many of you would actually tune in. So True. Same. Yeah. We were both happy. like, because we were wondering how we, we could check. And then we saw it when we logged on today and we're like, oh my gosh. People amazing. actually listened. Yeah. So that's, we're so grateful and thankful. Thank you. Because we understand that it's, we live very busy and hectic lives these days and it is not. The priority for a lot of people to just sit there and listen to some people yeah. speaking. So, Especially for 30 minutes. Yeah. So we, we understand that. And we understand as well, like how easy it is to just get sidetracked and go and be like, I'll listen later. Or I can't be bothered downloading an app and then making an account, searching the podcast and then listening to it. So, so for all of you that actually went ahead and did that, we are so, so super grateful. Yes, very much. Thank you. Thank you. I've got my hands together in a prayer position. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Namaste. You might, you might have been wondering why we sang or why I sang. Yes, what well, Mona was singing. Can we just address <laughs> that? that? That was Mona singing, not Sabrina. I was doing some weird rapping in between. <laughs> so call it rapping. The, the name of today's podcast is called uh, Rise Up. Rise Up. So I'm really excited about today. Yeah, me too. So it's a very important topic yeah, to be covered. Yeah. So um, super excited about today because, as you know, you know a lot of professions involve working with people. Most um, professions, most actually. professions, some more intimately than others. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, Doesn't um, d- d- there is no hierarchy in your ability to be a role model? Definitely. I mean, there's still yes, there's different categories, but I believe the power and influence that comes from being a role model, there's no hierarchy. Unless you put one on it. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about role models and rising up if you're a role model. And we're going to discuss a few things in this podcast um, regarding if you are a role model or if you might not think of yourself as being a role model. Um, we're going to pretty much convince you out of that and show you the value you can bring to people and the situations around you. But also we're going to talk about how to use that to the best of your ability to help inspire other yeah. people and yeah just give a bit of wisdom on the whole aspect of being a role model yeah so and in addition to that you know i just wanted to say that we wanted to explore this topic of having a ripple effect mm. when we mm. uh, have this position you know or of authority in whatever job it is you know we do have this impact which has a ripple effect so always. we're going to get into that yeah always okay so starting off Role models, we're speaking to you at the moment, the ones that know that you're in some sort of leadership role or um, role of inspiring and motivating and helping people, okay? I am, by my profession, a fitness professional or a personal trainer. So my experience, and Mona, you might be able to relate to this, not coming from my perspective, but someone mm. on general, like generally just scrolling through Instagram, Okay, so being a fitness professional in 2020, okay, <laughs> yeah, 
I see, and I know a lot of people out there are not all doing this, but I see a lot of people abuse their power of helping people be the best versions of themselves, which is what fitness is all about. And it's helping you be healthy and strong and happy and confident. But no, people abuse their power with lots of followers and the, you know, the pictures they have and the angles they take. And abuse it and portray a very fake image of what health yeah. and fitness looks like. So I have a question to ask mm. you about that. Yeah. I always see these influencers. Yeah. And I don't know much about the fitness industry in that sense, but they always promote these teas. Yeah. You know, these I have no teas. idea why. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, do they I mean, actually, why is that? Because there's no, everyone uh, knows there's no quick fix, really. I, do you mean the ones that are promoting like to lose weight? Yeah. Uh, it's just detoxing. So it's just yeah. like either got dandelion okay. root in it, which okay. is a diuretic or something like that. But if you've got like, millions of followers. Yeah, people, it's it's con it's it's deceiving. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's actually a lie. Because I feel like the industry is just all about selling you products. Yes. So I do get a little bit annoyed, you know, when I see these really good. Yeah, so you're seeing people. it from someone. Yeah, I'm not even a fitness yeah. person, but I see that, and I just feel like immediately, like really, like don't you feel like yeah. you could do better with your platform than just yeah. sell fit tea? <laughs> Absolutely. So this is like I see a lot of people doing that, selling teas, booty bands, selling, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, cool. But I get frustrated when I see people abuse their power yeah. to sell products yeah. and sell the body and be like look like me act like me you can be like me but in their head I can tell that they're fucked up or they've got really poor um like ability to be happy in themselves or yeah. like they're just they're, they're totally not aligned and so what they're doing is portraying an image that yeah. they're happy and healthy and all the, all that and they're not. So yeah. I see it a lot in fitness. Um, a lot of girls who have eating disorders and they are, they do like bodybuilding shows, which yeah. I've seen because I go there and I've done that. Um, and say, so, you know, work with me or look like right. me. I'm like, you just don't realize the effort that it takes to look the way someone might. And then they yeah. portray it on Instagram like it's, you know, easy yeah. to do. Like I've, I've noticed that this whole gym culture, it's a bit paradoxical. Yeah. Like on one hand, it's promoting health and all of fitness, which is really great. Like yeah, amazing. totally. But on the other hand, it just somewhere feels very toxic as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is what you're kind of I think, getting into right now. Yeah, I think I'm straying off track. But basically the idea of role model, when I see someone who's a fitness professional, I feel – like that we need to take it more seriously. You yeah. have people who are being vulnerable and raw and who are suffering in their own walls who are looking up to you because you're acting like you've got it all figured out and they are putting their trust in in you to help them, but you're not giving them the help that they Especially need. Especially the one-on-one coaching that you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, you know, what I've seen so much in that space is, the role models, um, even like people in my family, like, do you like look at this girl? Do you follow her? I'm like, no, because she's on steroids or she's not that's, real, or, yeah. you well, know, which is a totally different topic. But that's, yeah, I feel like people abuse their power yeah. um, and don't actually do enough good with it. Although there are people that do good with it, a lot of it is just put in different boxes that are not relevant to people's well being. Right. Um, and I'm sure you've seen it as yeah. well, many different, like, Well, scenarios. I have in music in terms of, like, commercialization of talent, mm. you know, like, and we'll get into that once I discuss a little bit more about 
you know, what I'm doing at the moment in terms of coaching. But yeah, I, I know what you mean because there's yeah. a lot of commercialization that takes place in any industry. Absolutely. Um, and I try not to do that as much as possible. You know, it comes I, all about the money. I don't want to exploit <laughs> yeah. anybody just because, you know, I can and I'm in a position to do it. That doesn't mean that I will do it. Absolutely. Like just because you can yeah. doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So what we want to talk about is if you are a role model, don't abuse your power because we, me and Mona have talked about this before. You just do not know what people are going going through behind closed doors and and children, the impact, the adults, impact, yeah, you know, also the impact and the influence that you can have. Yes. As, an, as a role model in that person's life. Absolutely. So if you know you're in a position of, you know, helping people, no matter what age, absolutely does not matter. Because if you're helping children or toddlers or babies who might not remember it, you're helping the parents, right, who are coming in and seeing you or whatever. If you're walking down the street and you're just confidently flaunting your stuff, you just don't know who's watching you and going, I wish I could be that confident and wear a skirt that's, you know, all the way to the floor, but I can't because my friends judge me if I wear that. Do you know, you just, when you're walking around in society or you're showing up on Instagram or you're in your job, you're a role model. Yep. You just are, right? Yep. So this is where I was talking about the hierarchies. Like you put a, you put, a scale on it to me I believe everyone's a role model period like it, yes you have some people who have different roles and different sort of pressures but we're all role models no matter what it is you're doing and where you put yourself in that picture okay mm. you do you agree yeah yeah you do definitely. Yeah. yeah no I think that no matter how small like you know you do have that responsibility absolutely no matter yeah. how small your circle is your friends your family um, it's pretty, there's a pretty direct correlation with the people that you surround yourself by. Mm, yeah. So I think it's all the more actually important. You know, I would listen to someone like my coach yeah. or someone that I have a very close relationship to more than somebody I would probably see on social media. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, because all the more responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, what we're going to talk about is what happens when you are a role model in someone's life and you don't believe in them or you put your you limit them yeah you, you put them. your limiting beliefs onto them yes do you want to talk about this you've got a really good story to share yeah I feel. so well I coach so I coach a lot of kids you know a lot of my um students I have a lot of students um you know and a lot of them are, are young impressionable mm. children and I do have you know a lot of students with big dreams one student in particular who wants to get into Berkeley um I would never limit him. You know, no. I want to encourage him. I want to help him achieve this yeah. dream of his. Yeah. Um, but a lot of teachers, um, honestly, you know, I feel like they're not encouraging and motivating enough. A lot of kids I know have had firsthand experience with teachers where, especially with something like singing, it's so vulnerable. Yeah. And yeah. they've actually come yeah. to me firsthand and said, Miss, I, you know, I, I almost stopped singing. I've had quite a few stories like this of students that have told me I almost stopped singing and then luckily I found you and you know I feel motivated and encouraged right now to pursue my passion yeah it's a huge responsibility we have why do you think they wanted to stop though because when they were singing and they were criticized five times more than you know 
uh, encouraged. Mm. Mentally, it, it made them feel like I'm not good enough to get on stage. I've had students tell me that when teachers tell me certain things, when they criticize me too much, I don't ever feel like going on stage again. I don't feel like practicing. I don't feel like singing. Yeah. And and then they come to me, you know, and then I have to kind of retrain their mind, build yes. up their confidence. Oh, such a good point. It's yeah. not even your job to do that. But it's not, but I have to do it a lot do. of times. If you want the best for yes. people, that yes. is your job is to yes. now help them yeah. rewire their limiting belief mm-hmm. structure mm-hmm. into something that is believable yes. for them. Yes. Because and I truly your, yeah. believe that everyone is capable of doing anything that they set their mind to. Absolutely. We are so powerful. Incredibly. Oh my goodness me. And yet we put something that's happened to us years ago that we might not even remember what happened. It still exists. Yeah. It still lives. Yeah. And we still listen to that little voice that says you can't because remember when you were five and you messed that up? It's like, excuse me, I'm still here. Do you remember? And then and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can't. And it's like, yeah, just making sure that you remember yeah. that you can't do it. That's all right. I'm just going to go back to sleep now. It, it exists. It lives inside of you. Yeah. You have to <clears throat> not project your fears and mm-hmm. your limitations on the people around you in your job capacity, in your, in your family, in your relationships, because I think that that's what actually, it doesn't inspire, you know, it, mm. it, it, it brings people down. Yeah brings others down. So I think we, we were also discussing this aspect before that if you are identifying that you have these characteristics yes, yeah. to work on it. Yeah. So if you are listening to this and you've kind of just like thought to yourself, okay, maybe I am a role model. It might not be the way that I thought I was, but hey, maybe I am a role model to anyone. Um, if you identifying yourself as that, and you've realized now that you've got, okay, no one is perfect. If you're human, please, please understand you're going to be flawed. But if you're putting, if you've noticed yourself putting your opinion on what someone's dream is or their goal and you think, oh, that's not achievable, you know, you need to do some work because it's not, you don't have a right to say to someone they can't or they shouldn't. You have a right to say, okay, tell me more and try and understand the root reason why someone wants to do something. But if you are someone in a position where you are a role model and you are going and saying that's not possible or you shouldn't or that's too much work or you know you're going to be exhausted or you know it's going to be expensive or and it's just like flying off the bat all of these reasons why you shouldn't or why they shouldn't do it, like you need to have a look at yourself and not in a mean way, but look at yourself and be like, what is it you don't believe in Mm. yourself about? Because that is portraying outwards. And we never think to look inwards to help ourselves. It all starts within actually. Yes. The answers are all inside us. (laughs) So wise, Mona. Our world actually (laughs) that we perceive around us starts from within. It is. It's our reality. So if if somebody puts a limiting belief on me, luckily I am, old enough mm, and wise mm, enough to yeah. not adopt that as my reality. Exactly. But a young, impressionable child yes. or a, someone that is just starting off in the fitness industry yeah. would like believe that. Absolutely. Would believe And that. especially when they're talking to someone who should be a professional in yes. their field, a role model. Yes. Who has the label, yes. a role model. Yes. Like you look up, so I was saying to you before, like if you have no belief in yourself, from past experiences working out and you go to someone because you you finally 
got the strength and the, you know, the motivation to finally go see someone. You're like, I'm going to turn it around and say, I go to see you for singing. And they're like, oh, look, like, you're not, you're not actually that great. Um, you know, that put a stop yeah. right, there, right there, right there. And there is no more going forward because you don't believe. But if you've got a track record of history, like you say, where you believe in yourself and you've had experiences that have gone well, you don't listen to people when they criticize you like that. No. And then you get older and you get stronger. And those, even those you don't moments. personalize it basically. Mm. You know, like when I started my album and I started telling a few people, you know, most majority of people. Criticized. Yeah, most of the people were pretty encouraging, but like few people were quite limiting, you know, telling, giving me comments. And I could have taken those comments and adopted them yeah. and actually made them personalized to my life and said, you know what, I, who am I? Who am I to try and write an album in three months? I could have believed it, but I chose not to believe it. Yeah. So that, but, yeah. but because yeah. I have the, the, the experience and the wisdom, mm. but most people, especially children, yeah. don't have that. No. So that's my responsibility to believe in them. When I've got a student that says to me, I want to go to Berkeley, that's my responsibility yes. to help them, to motivate them. Yeah. Absolutely, because like we were saying before a few weeks ago, you and I or anyone, we just don't know what's happening at home. We don't know what's happening with their family or their friends or at no. school or whatever, especially young people. I agree. Who are very impressionable, very much like open to hearing everything that yeah. haven't been, yeah. you know. So I have a story actually. I had a girl a uh, few months back, so she started learning with me and she had a bullying, she was bullied. A lot. What during music? Uh, no, for, not for so much for her voice, but you know other things. You know her, mm. her looks and all of that. So she stopped singing on stage because of the bullying. Mm. And then her mother contacted me and said, "You know, I just wanted to thank you because of your real positivity and encouragement. She's singing again, and she's not listening to the haters right now." Oh my gosh! Wow. She's just fourteen That's so or powerful. fifteen. She's a fourteen or fifteen-year-old girl. So I just think that. It is incredible, you know, the the amount of influence that we can actually have just yes. on the circle around us if we just are aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible. It is, yeah. So my mother believed in me when I was five or six years old. I used to tell my parents that, you know, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a singer one day. Oh, And I'm getting goosebumps as that. I say this because I – you know, inside me, I always somehow knew as a child that I was going to be a singer. Yeah, and yeah. Imagine if my mum said to me, "Oh, she's just delusional. She's just a kid. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, it's know. Just a phase. It's not a real dream. My mum saved a real up. She saved up every penny, you know, to get me to go to singing classes. You know, so that yeah. I could get that experience, that education, and figure out. She for actually myself. believed you, no matter relevant of your age. Yep. She she took you seriously. Yep. She she enrolled me in private singing classes yep. for about seven years. We went through a lot of financial difficulties during those times, but my mum always set aside the money for my class, once a week private singing class, because she knew that it meant a lot to me. Mm. She didn't want to take that away. Have you ever reconnected with that singing teacher? I've had a few, actually. Yeah. yeah I've contacted them a few times. They know wow. sort of what I'm up to at the moment. Oh, but wow. Yeah. That's cool. I was just going to say, yeah. I wonder if, like, you could um go back and just be like hey yeah well you <laughs> never you. know i might invite them to one of my shows like how crazy once my that? album is oh my out gosh. i'll be on tour and i'll be like you know come check me out <laughs> so amazing that's just the ripple effect in a nutshell yeah yeah i mean you... i went through a few teachers but i mean my my mum's thing was basically like if we you know have a capacity to somewhere send her mm. let's make it ha happen yes absolutely 
Oh, um, absolutely. So, yeah. And look at that ripple effect now because I have, you know, over Heaps, 60 students. Yeah. And um, imagine if your mum just didn't yeah. want you to do it or, you know, went against what she thought was right or whatever exactly. it She was. imposed her limiting yeah. belief on me. Yeah. I would never be able to be doing the mm. amazing things I'm doing oh. right now. Do you know what else is a good point is um, something that comes to mind just then is like I talk about this a lot. I talk a lot with you about it because you get it. And I talk a lot about it with the people who are around me who I'm friends with. And what I find very interesting, Mona, is people will say, oh, yeah, I agree with you. I People should never put their limiting beliefs on you, never put their fear on you. But people don't know they're doing it. Yeah. Like people are very un aware they're not conscious of yeah they're doing yep. it unconsciously yeah so it's that total um disconnection to the words coming out of their mouth and their intentions to their action so um that's just something to be aware of as well as people will say yeah like because you think you can trust people you think you can talk to your coach i've had this happen to me before i've had mentors and coaches and mm. they agree with me and i talk to them about it and i'm like yeah you get it so you instantly trust them and this is what a lot of people would also probably do with, you know, younger people. They yeah. trust their coaches like mm. because they can relate to them and then they still do it because, one, the mentor or the role model, in quotation marks, is not aware that they're doing it. Yeah. It's not because, yeah, this is why it's so important to have those check-in moments and yeah. be like, did I? Did I? Is that my belief? Yeah. Is that was- my fear? And it's also good to when you have the opportunity where it arises, like this podcast is going to make you think about it or it should um, promote you to think about it. Or if you have friends or people out there who you can genuinely rely on to, um, you know, just every now and then be like, like, how's it going with that sort of thing? Just talk to them about yeah. it. Yeah. Because it will always come up when it's been asked to come up. Mm. You'll, rem- it, you, you'll be like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing it. So just that that's just come to mind for me. Some people might not even know they're doing it. And again, abusing their power because yeah. they talk about it but don't actually do what they say yeah. they they want to yeah. do. Well, yeah, so the whole point why we are discussing this right now is we want you guys to actually start becoming more aware of your daily interactions. Conscious. We want you to be more conscious. Be conscious of be aware of the responsibility you have, whether it's in your job, whether it's yep. to your family. What you're putting out on social media. Absolutely. Even if you've got a oh hundred followers, oh my gosh. You are still influencing. You are still impacting other people. So oh. so I'll give you an example. Like my I started recording, you know, I'm s i am started working on my album and my dad, who's a huge music lover, you know, he's he told me on Saturday, he was like, You doing pursuing your dreams is allowing me to um, you know, feel that inspiration to sort of yeah. do my own things as well. So now he's oh. recording a track, you know, an original I track. I love that. I didn't even know he was singing as well and you, like, dropped that bombshell. So like, what? He, he's, he's always loved music. Yeah. He's always loved singing. You know, now he's got a YouTube channel that he's just launched a few oh months my gosh. back. He does covers. But, yeah, yes. but yeah, you know, after sort of seeing someone in his family firsthand uh, sort of, you know, do the whole music thing in a more professional sense. Gave him sense, permission to. He, he realised yeah. that, you know, it's it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So we have you, If you weren't, yeah, if you weren't a um, vocal coach, you might not have thought to yourself as being a role model. No. Because, but you are. 
Yeah. Right, because it's in your Inevitably. family. Yes. Inevitably. It could be, yeah. Yeah, that's why I say, like, it, you can be anywhere. Yeah. You can be getting coffee from the barista at the coffee shop and you're <laughs> like, thank you so much. I love what you're wearing. Or you have a really nice smile today. Oh, my God, you just don't know the ripple effect of that. It's amazing. You know, yeah. gestures of goodness gets passed on. Yeah. It's, it's an energetic flow. So, like, if you give someone a compliment or if you say, I believe in you, they're going to pass that belief on. Absolutely. So it just, yeah. But also it works with negativity. Yeah. So people who become sour because someone, when they were younger, has hurt their feelings or their belief or crushed their dreams, they pass that on. Why do you think we're talking about this? Because True. role models pass on what they were, you know, what's given to them. Yeah. That negative energy, you're going to keep giving it away until you address yeah, yeah. what it is. Like I, I remember, you know, in fact, you can talk a little bit about your school experience. Oh, my gosh. Because oh I've even had that as well. Gosh. <laughs> okay, if you can't relate to this, I'm not sure if we've grown up on the same planet because <laughs> this is just so common. And I have to give a shout-out to the teachers who are amazing and who, who did believe in me. But, okay, most of the time through school, I always felt like a very big failure because I was never academically like the other kids. I was never, I didn't pick things up as quick as everyone else. Yeah, I could pick it up if I really tried and stuff, but no, I didn't want to try because I just was too hard on myself. And I ended up leaving school at like the end of year 10, maybe year 11, early year 11. And I went and got my fitness certificate and became a fit PD. And then I was working, I was running my own business. I was so proud of myself. I was like, I'm actually succeeding. And I gave, I felt a sense of like, I could do anything because I never thought I could even make it this far, which was just working as a PT. Mm -hmm. But it was that accomplishment that gave me confidence because I kept a promise I set to myself. And then I went back to my sister. So it was my school that I went to. My sister was doing a dance concert night. And um, I remember speaking to one of the teachers. I like ran into them outside near a drink fountain. And I was just like, you know, chatting. And it was so weird because I wasn't in school uniform. They weren't in teacher's uniform they were just there watching the show and I was like this is really weird but I saw them as a human being instead of like a teacher yeah but I was speaking to them and I was telling them how excited I was and proud I was like I'm now PT and I've got all these plans I'm going to be like the next Michelle Bridges I'm going to do all these ebooks I want to like eventually start a commercial thing on TV and like I had so many dreams and aspirations and like the I was just so over the moon about it the fact that I was confident enough to think these things. But as I was saying it, the teacher's face just went blank, like just like eyes gazed, glazed over, no facial expression, a bit like, oh, what do you mean? Like like a bit like, oh, judgmental of the yeah. fact that I was thinking that. And it was for the, the first time in my life where I really was oh, mature enough or maybe wise enough to look at that person who is much older than me, I was 17 at the time, and think to myself, pity you don't believe in yourself and you're putting that on me. I was so, so like deeply reminded in that moment why I couldn't succeed in school because the teachers did not, they not all of them, but most of them that I was getting taught by did not understand and support my my visions and intentions because they were not on the same path as me so I think a lot of people and you're very you're very much a person of like lots of energy lots of aspirations big big dreamer 
when you're going through school and you've got yeah. big energy yeah. and teachers don't know how to deal with that because it's not what they're taught to do. They're True. taught to be academically True. smart. They don't know how to deal with that. So people who've got so much power to give and do in the world feel neglected and feel like they're not good enough. And also unheard and unheard. not really validated. Yes. yes. And made to feel like there's something wrong with you Yep. for thinking that way. Yeah. Because it's just not understood. Yeah. It's just disconnection between, you know, and I, and I don't think that the teacher meant to do that to me at all. It creates self-doubt. Yes. Oh, yes. Do you know no how long it took me after school to actually start believing in myself? Yeah. So, true. yeah, that was yeah, that was just that was an a really good ex- that was a really good example, and I hope people can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So no, what we want you guys to be aware of is if you feel like maybe this is something you need to work on, we encourage you to surrender and heal, surrender your ego, surrender your you know. You know, you're tired of the likes you get, the whatever, yeah. the the validation you and get. And also from your understand job. that it's more than just you. Yes. You know, yes. We have so much influence and so much impact in our lives that we can't even fathom. No. So understand your power, people. Yes. Yes. Understand, understand your, your power. power. Rise up. Okay. If, rise up. If you're doing, you know, this thing where you're a role model, rise up. See if you can do better. Honestly, I feel everyone is a role model. Yes. We all can. And and by rising up, we don't mean just like step up and do better. We're like, you know, surrendering and healing yourself and looking at your limiting beliefs is actually rising up because Absolutely. you're going to be able to give people more belief when you believe in yourself. Yeah. Right? You summed that up beautifully. Thank you so <laughs> much. So, all right, guys. That's us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we're going to sign off. From virtual wisdom for another week. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. <laughs> Couldn't help myself, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So was, that's what's done. And once again, really, really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. And, yes. Um, we'll continue to grateful. keep bringing some virtual wisdom to your, your life. <laughs> very grateful. Thanks so much, guys. Thank Have you. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. And take care. Take care. Bye.